What's good, sports fans? Christian Pedersen here in the SD Prep Insider Studios. Our summer continues talking to the great football players across the county. We've got Evan Aguan from Mission Bay High School on the other end of the Blast Radius Coffee Hotline joining us today. What's going on, man? How's your summer been? Uh, it's been good. Just been working. Uh, football. Um, yeah, that's it. That's it for you. That's it. Nothing. You've just been eat, sleep, breathe, football. You, do you even dream yeah. about football at night, too? Uh, yeah, all the time, all the time. Okay, okay. Well, you know, that's what it takes to be one of the top players in San Diego County. So, Evan, let's kind of introduce who you are to everybody out there. You are part of the new generation of player that lists themselves as athlete. You yeah. you, you do a lot of work in, out on the fringes. You do wide receiver, defensive back. If you had to nail yourself to one side of the ball, what do you think people should know you more, more for? Uh, definitely on the offensive side, mainly at slot. Um, I play a little bit outside too, but mainly slot receiver. Slot receiver, always one of the more physical, more dangerous underneath. Got to make a little bit of contact. Got to risk it a little bit sometimes type, uh, type routes. That also paired with an offense the last couple of years in Mission Bay that has had to rely heavily on you for, for offensive generation. Um, you looking forward to senior season being that featured piece finally with an offense that it seems like has a little little bit of other pieces to it? Yeah, I mean, I like it. I like uh, carrying the load. I mean, we definitely have a lot more pieces um, this year, but, you know, that's what, that's what we work for. So, um, you know, I'm looking forward to it. So, I, I, I love talking to the, the defensive guys one day, the quarterbacks another day, receivers another day, because everyone has a little bit of a different take on, on this. And seven-on-seven seven football in the last couple of years has really gone from just something that football teams do in the summer to kind of stay in shape, have fun, hang out. I, I think back to when I was playing high school football, it, it, it was really, it was it was optional even. It, it was something that you just sort of did if you didn't have anything else to do and you wanted to stay in shape. Now it seems like it has yeah. almost become, you know, that's where some people make their name and get their looks. That's where a lot of teams feel like they really make their growth and their possession. So as a slot receiver, how much importance do you place on on 7-on-7 seven seven and the growth that, that has been made for you personally and for the team? Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely like that part, um, getting the looks, uh, getting colleges out there, scouting you, all that. Um, this year, going into my senior season is the year I really, like, took seven-on-seven seriously. I joined the club team. Um, honestly, I like it, um, but I think it comes to a point where it's kind of too much. Uh, I kind of got used to just playing seven-on-seven, seven and uh, once pads start coming on, I don't. I feel like I'm gonna, it's going to take a little bit longer to get used to it. Um, but no, it definitely helps, uh, especially on the defensive side, reading quarterback, things like that, um, receivers, routes, stuff like that. So, you know, I, I think I think it's beneficial for everyone. Um, so I just don't like too much of it. You talk about getting colleges coming out there looking at you. You just received your second Division One offer from Valparaiso University. What has that experience been like, getting colleges to finally validate your skills? Um, it's, it's crazy. Um, kind of, you know, before you get those offers, you kind of like, question you know am I doing enough you know is do I have what, like what it takes but I mean after that first one it definitely uh takes a lot of stress off of you it kind of it kind of shows you your work's paid off um 
it just feels great. And, and you know, you definitely don't want to stop. You just want to keep going, get more, get as much as you can so you can have um, as many offers and uh, opportunities to go to the next level. Any fun story? Sometimes we hear uh, the one that always comes to mind for me was a guy a couple of years ago, Samson New from Madison, got an offer on the phone while he was sitting in line at Jack in the Box. Um, any fun stories for, for when and how you got your offers from your two offers? Uh, both of them, I was actually, like, I just woke up, um, and I had, like, all my friends around. As, um, they were both on, like, Sunday mornings. And, uh, I like, I had just woken up, and I was, like, confused because I didn't have, like, um, like, the number. And then I just woke up, and they were talking to me, and I was just, like, kind of out of it because I didn't get a lot of sleep. But, uh, yeah, that's basically how both of them went down. So you're like, oh, wait, well, huh? You want to operate? Yeah, exactly. No, this is a joke, right? Yeah, it didn't seem real. It didn't seem real. Oh, my goodness. And, and kind of everybody that I've talked to uh, sort of universally agrees that it's fun. It, it, you're, you're hoping for more. You want more. You're, you're always hungry for that next offer. But it at least feels nice to have one coming so you can sort of play your senior season a little bit less stressful, maybe even stress-free, knowing that you have one offer, if not a couple more, in the pocket. Yeah, exactly. It takes a lot of stress off of you. Um, that's kind of that's kind of one of the main things I was thinking about. Like going into my senior season, I was like, I, I really have to perform well. But once I got that first one, I mean, I still have the same mindset, but it's just kind of kind of a stress reliever for me. Now the uh, the Valparaiso mascot is the Crusaders. You are currently a Buccaneer. Maybe there's a little bit of of, of nice synergy. You don't have to switch <laughs> over to an animal or anything like that. You you can stick with some sort of a human mascot. Uh, we wish you all the best of luck. I, I, I don't need to ask you where you're going or anything like that. Um, but I do always like asking a little bit of the off the field, letting us get to know you a little bit more as, as just a person. So let's start with this. What was your favorite TV show growing up? Favorite TV show growing up? I love the Teen Titans. I mean, I had all the, all the video games on a GameCube. I watched all the shows, but then it came out with like a new one, uh, Teen Titans, the low cartoon one. I wasn't a big fan of it, but definitely the original Teen Titans. Okay, original Teen Titans. Uh, if you have, if you got, if you got uh, chips and you're just hanging out eating chips, what do you? What's your ideal dip? Are you a guacamole, salsa, artichoke, white cake? Like, what do you dip in your chip in? Yeah, I, I hate to say it, but it's definitely guacamole. What do you mean uh, you hate to say it? Know. Like, you could go guacamole. That's a great thing. I feel like I feel like everyone says that, though. I feel like everyone says guacamole, but, you know, that's just the way to go. I grow avocados in my backyard because of guacamole. You, <laughs> you are more than welcome to go guacamole. That feeds me into my next question. Where is the best Mexican food in San Diego? Like, like what, what, what restaurant or what area? No, for you personally, if you got to go, if if the pre, if you know, I'm not gonna say the pre, but if somebody very important was coming to San Diego, and you were gonna take them out to get Mexican food, where would you take them? Probably PB. Uh, there's a place called Taco Surf. It's right on the beach. Um, it's not the nicest looking place, but it definitely has the best uh, burritos. And I'm a breakfast burrito kind of guy, and they definitely have the best breakfast burritos I've ever had. So, so you'll go breakfast burritos surf. even at night, right? Yeah, of course. Very nice, very nice. And it, I'll, I'll tell you this, from my experience, and I would hope everybody listening right now agrees, the look of the Mexican food restaurant does not matter one bit. 
It's almost a, a good ratio of the ones that look fancy. I just uh, I just saw at the uh, at the UTC Mall there is a place called Javier's. That's like a really fancy looking Mexican restaurant. I was looking at it real sus. I'm like, I don't think that that's supposed to go together. Like, I don't think fancy yeah, Mexican restaurants are supposed to happen. Like, I, give me give me a, a little bit run down one. No, 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 yeah, no, no, thanks. I'll pass. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. If you could only listen to one musician for the rest of your life, who would it be? Uh, Kendrick Lamar. I'm a Kendrick Lamar kind of guy, so I could listen to him all day whenever I want um, in any mood, basically. And uh, I'll enjoy it, so definitely Kendrick Lamar. Very nice, very nice. Um, what video game do you dominate the most at? What video game? Uh, I'll probably have to say Madden. Uh, Madden or 2K. Or, yeah, Madden or 2K. Now in 2K, I got to ask you, the new one isn't out yet, but are you going Lakers or Clippers? Uh, I don't like both of those teams. I I like the idea that KD left, so now people could actually use the Warriors and not complain. So, okay, so are you are you I'm a Warriors fan? Warriors. Yeah, I'm a Warriors fan. Very nice, very nice. Well, not uh, a bandwagon, not a bandwagon. You've been an OG Warriors fan all these years. I mean, no one believes me when I say it, but I have uh, my mom and her whole family lives up in the Bay Area, so I go up there every year a couple times. So. Well, uh, we'll have next time you go up, see if you can dig up some old f- photos of you from like middle school or something like that with some Warriors gear on it. We'll we'll circulate the photo to help validate that you have been a uh, been a <laughs> yeah, Warriors no, fan. There's, there's, yeah, there's a picture of me in uh, fifth grade, no fourth grade actually, with the Steph Curry jersey. But no one believes me. So, well, uh, if it's on your Insta, if you have it at all, we'll uh, we'll we'll circulate that for you because we we got to we got to stand by our guys here. Um, There was an article that came out in Sports Illustrated a couple days ago that it it was specifically focused on basketball, but kind of had applications to all sports that right now in the NBA, there's a, there's a ton of injuries happening to young players and it's being linked to that. They are playing too much basketball growing up. They're playing year round nonstop being it's called specialization in sports is the epidemic. Yeah. You are a three-sport athlete for Mission Bay. Yeah. You are you are basketball, football, track and field. So, talk to us a little bit about you know maybe not directly doing basketball helps you be better at football or track, but but you know why would you do three sports instead of just focusing on one? Uh, I mean, I just like getting out there and competing, no matter what it is. Um, definitely, other sports you know, help me with my football or the other way around. Um, I just like it because it, it kind of helps me. It, it doesn't get me burned out exactly like a, the article said. Like um, a lot of kids nowadays are specializing in one sport. Um, and there's, there's, you know, there's not a problem with that, but I just like getting out um, and doing different things and not the same thing every single time uh, so it doesn't result to, you know, injuries like that or, you know, maybe getting burned out or whatever it is. But, I just like playing multiple sports. What event do you do in track and field? Uh, I ran the um, four by one and the one hundred. Okay, the four by one seat. The is the baton handoff 
more what what's more stressful trying to catch a, a route over the middle with a linebacker closing in on you or trying to nail the handoff in a, in a relay definitely catching a route over the middle that is probably one of the hardest things i'll ever have to do really because uh, that baton relay the relay exchange seems difficult that seems like something that is really hard to do <laughs> yeah no it is it definitely is um but just just playing just, just catching catching the ball over the middle is just, just something else it's a whole other sport I've, I've always been, I was not a track and field person. I played baseball my whole life, so I was unexposed to it until I got into this job covering it. And I have always been so just, not, not caught off guard, but fat, entertained, whatever you want to call it, by you get, to, you get to track season and every meet is just so friendly and everybody is all on board with, yeah, there's rivalries and you want to beat each other in the races, but like like when it comes time for the long jump, everyone starts doing the the the, the clap together. Everyone's cheering each other on, yeah. and you see you look around and you know Keenan Christian from Mission Bay and this guy, you know Chris Brown from El Camino, and all these different running backs and all these different players that two seasons ago in football were ready to go to war on a Friday night, and then you get to track and it's just friendly and everybody's helping each other, you know, cheering each other on for PRs and have you found that that it's kind of a, 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 a like a weirdly warm and friendly environment? Yeah, um, that it's, it's definitely it's definitely different. Like from basketball and football, um, kind of just don't like the other team. You know, no matter who it is, you just want to go out there and just basically kill them as hard as you can. But it with track is it's definitely different. It kind of feels like a whole other uh, just kind of one big like friendly competition kind of thing, but competitive at the same time it it for anyone out there listening it, it's something that maybe we're we're completely even underselling go check it out track is is really a uh it's a it's a different kind of beast so let, let's get back to football though you have been on varsity since your sophomore year do i have that correct yeah so you've seen coaching changes the the end of of an era with willie Matson leaving you've seen a little bit of the we'll call it the struggle um from yeah. where mission bay was maybe you know nine or ten years ago with dylan baxter and great success and, and all this competitiveness to you know, a little bit of a you guys are 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 trying to take the wins where and how you can get them it seems though that this year there the the atmosphere is a little bit different the the, the the mojo, the vibe, whatever you want to say going into the season, feels like there's a little bit more buzz this year. Would you agree with that? Yeah, definitely. Uh, we definitely we added some new coaches, uh, about five of them, and they've definitely been changing the culture around. Uh, we've been getting out there um, in the offseason, making names for ourselves. I mean, it's, 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 definitely, it's definitely a lot different from the last two seasons. Uh, we know what we're capable of. It, it kind of seems like the last two seasons we, we weren't sure what we were able to do, but um, this year I definitely think it's going to be different, uh, especially adding these new coaches. Um, they're helping us a lot, working us every single day, um, and that's what we needed. So uh, can't wait to get out there and play Friday night. This season, uh, we'll give everyone a rundown of your schedule. San Ysidro, at, or at San Ysidro, at La Jolla, home versus University City, at Mountain Empire, at Mar Vista, home versus Claremont, at San Diego, uh, home versus Patrick Henry, uh, home versus Kearney, and then at Scripps Ranch. So 
some decent road travel involved in there, a couple of, of home yeah. close rivalries, a little bit of everything mixed into that schedule. Um, of all of those home games, let's see, we got University City, Claremont, Patrick Henry, and Kearney. If you had to pick one for people to come out and check out, you know, they, they got a lot of cho- choices on Friday night, but if you had to pick one of those home games, which one would you have everyone come out to this season? Uh, uh, that's kind of a hard choice, but I'd have to say... Just say all uh, of them, because we're going to win all of them. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> definitely all of them. Uh, Patrick Henry's always a good game. Um, I feel like that would be a good one. Uh, a homecoming at Claremont, obviously. I have to have that one on the list. Just, just all of them, really. I mean, I can't really choose one. All of them is always the good default answer because that way you get yeah. a, you get a ton of fans turning out. But uh, just so everyone knows, yeah. the Claremont game is going to be on October fourth at Mission Bay High School. Want to just talk a little bit more about the coaching staff changes that you said? Five yeah. coaches, five new coaches come in. Yeah. So the coaching staff itself is just bigger than you have yeah, had yeah. in the previous years, and I, I just. I think that there is somewhat of a misunderstanding in, in the, you know, it's, it's easy for a lot of people to sit back in the stands and, and cast out, oh, this team isn't good for that reason or that reason or the other. But this team is good for that reason and that team is good for this reason. And, and a lot of the teams, just the default is, oh, look at all the coaches they have and they're just obviously good. But I think there is somewhat of a reality to it that even if they're not, ex-NFL players, the you know, the greatest NFL minds, football, football, football. Something is just nice about having that attention of, of we got a guy who can focus on our line. We got a guy who can help with our receivers. We got we, it, we don't just have one guy for the whole offense and the whole defense. We got a little bit of that yeah. specialization. Is, is that kind of what's going on? Yeah, definitely. I mean, you look at all the, uh, the big-time programs in the city that are always a powerhouse. Um, they have a lot of coaches. They have coaches for every position. Um, even if it's not a position, they'll have to coach. Um, basically, you know, that's that's really that's really helpful to the team. Uh, last year, uh, two years ago, whatever you want to say, um, we didn't. We had a lot of players, to not a lot of coaches. Um, but now this year, uh, we we have a lot more coaches. So that's really helps in our practices, and um, definitely going to help in the games. Just things like that. Uh, even if, like you said, they're not ex-NFL players, it's going to help um, either way. So Yeah, it really is amazing. And I, I think I just use this as an open call to anyone out there listening who is in the younger side of this, parents with, with younger players. It's not the worst thing to just go out there, get heads up certified, and, and just be another body on those sidelines because a, a little bit of help can really go a long way because you'll see that yeah. it, I, I don't want to make a – you can go listen to our season preview coming out this this week, but you can you you will see the transformation. I'm assuming this year with Mission Bay, and, and it goes to show that the results can happen really fast. It, with, with just you get out there, you work with the kids, things can change. Uh, Evan, let's close with this. We posted a, a poll on our Instagram yesterday uh, about spike ball. Do you play that sport? Yeah. So, would you be okay with, or would you endorse spike ball being a CIF sport? Definitely, definitely. I would definitely have to play in that. All right, so build out the roster. Give us five guys from Mission Bay who would be the varsity team for, for spike ball. I definitely have to put myself on that list. Uh, Andrew Hutchison, he would have to be on there. Uh, athletic receiver. Um, 
probably our quarterback, Cash Orsborn. He's young, but he's asking to uh, probably Peyton Mall, another receiver, and then this one, this one, probably another one of our receivers, uh, Brennan. I feel like I feel like we give every single every single school a run for their money in a spike ball tournament. Oh, I think I think. I, I don't see what would the, be the downside of making it a, a legitimate CIF varsity sport. You could really easily get exactly. same number of guys and girls to play it. And I honestly think that everybody in the county could jump right to that open division type conversation. You wouldn't necessarily have teams really struggling for, for, for a squad. I think CIF has probably t- tuned out of this interview 20 minutes ago, but hey, look, Commissioner Schneep, if you're still listening, everyone wants this to happen. This would be epic. Um, fit it in in the spring so it's nice and warm at the beach because I'm assuming you got to play it at the beach, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, actually, I've seen a, I've seen a college uh, national championship about it on ESPN. Exactly. And, uh, it was in a gym, so. Oh. <laughs> I feel like the, be- the beach is fun because you can dive a little bit better in the beach. Yeah, it's, yeah, a, yeah. it's a little more That'd forgiving. Um, yeah. So, Evan, let's close out with this. Uh, who are some of the guys on this team that might might have some breakout years this year? Who are some of the younger guys that, that San Diego needs to know about? Definitely our quarterback. Uh, he's going to be a sophomore, but he's been working. Um, our um, other receiver, Andrew Hutchison, he's going to be a junior. So the uh, spike ball team. Yeah, crazy athlete. Um, our line we have we have the same exact line we had last year. Um, returning, healthier, um, and also one of our middle backers, uh, Mikey Moreno. Uh, just some people to look out for. They've been working, so it's gonna pay off during the season. They've been working. Things are getting better. The Bay is back. I don't know. I we'll have to come up with some sort of hashtag. Either the Bay is back or something like that. Evan, thank you very much for joining us. Where can people find you thank on social you. media? Uh, just my name, at Evan Aguan, uh, on Instagram and Twitter. You're going to be wearing number one this season? Yes, sir. All right, his name is Evan Aguan. He's wearing number one for the Mission Bay Buccaneers this season. He's going to be going to play at uh, the next level next year. So if there's any room left on the bandwagon, get in now because uh, he's, he's taken all, all welcome. All visitors are welcome there. Go check out mission Bay this season. You can find their schedule on our Instagram and on our Twitter at SD prep insider. I am Mr. Seaped. Thank you very much for checking in folks. And we will talk to you soon.